you open your Bibles with me, please, to John chapter 13. And that's on page for those who have pew Bibles, 1157. And here Jesus begins. Before the feast of the Passover, Jesus now knew that the hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. Now this is the line we want to focus on tonight. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. What he's telling us, first of all, let's look at what he did. He loved us. You know, he loved us and gave his love life for us, as we talked about last night. He then not only says he loves us, but he serves us. And we'll talk about that. And then he not only serves us, but he gives his life for us. And that is what he did for us so that we might do the same for each other. So let's look at each of those components. First of all, it talks about he loved us. And we talked about love, you know, and again, I talked about it a little bit last night, if you were here last night, for the Passion. And I become more and more aware that somewhere, you know, right before I came up tonight, I got another email. <laughs> I'm going to stop reading my email. And it was someone who wrote to me and says, uh, you know, through, well, he said to Bud McFarland, and he says, uh, Father Larry was, on the confession tape, was too strict. And then again, someone else said I was too liberal. And then, so no matter what you do, it's no good. You know, it's like, I've, I've read all the evaluations from the parish. There is no way I will ever ever be able to make anybody in this place happy. <laughs> It'll never happen. So you just know it, because half the people want this, half the people split down the middle. Nobody wants everything except to move out of here, so we can do that. But, but what happens is, when it talks about love, that is what it's about. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in the theology. We get so caught up into what I believe is right. We get so caught up into my particular brand of religion or piety or spirituality that we say this is the way it should be for everybody and we forget that Jesus was about love and when he talked about love he sat there and said this is my commandment the only one he ever gave us you love one another as I have loved you he went beyond that and he says of course everyone will know you're my disciples not because you follow uh, Ignatian spirituality, not because you speak in tongues, not because you hold your hands real tight so the devil doesn't get in there when you're holding your prayers real tight, so like I was taught as a kid, not because you raise your hands in prayer, not because you sit there and speak in prophecy, not because you sit there and have great devotion to the Blessed Mother, not because you say five Hail Marys every day or five rosaries, not because you sit there and say the act of contrition every day, not because you go to daily Mass, not because, not because, not because. He said, all people know your mind because you love each other, period. And if we spend as much time and effort in delivering that one commandment of Christ, everything else would fall in its perspective. Because he talked, you know, the scriptures are clear. We talk about truth and love. You know, it's both. But the reality is we sometimes fall so much on the truth that we neglect the part of love. And again, I don't have to agree with you to love you. I don't agree with 90% of my mother's thinking at least 90 percent maybe 95 you know and so 
and we'd go back and forth on our theology. And, you know, she sometimes thinks the church is the most horrific thing God ever created. Because she said to me once, the church does more to keep people away from God than bring people to God. Interesting insight. And I believe, of course, that we're here to bring people to God. And as his representative, that's my job. You know, and so the reality is, it's a perspective, I guess, but I think if we just sat there and talked about the reality of, we're called to love each other. You ever read, uh, watch the movie, A River Runs Through It? You ever see that movie? If you haven't got it, go get it. It's a great movie. Anyway, in the movie, The River Runs Through It, the one man's son dies, and he never understood him. He was an alcoholic. He went and partied. He was a minister, you know, and his one son was a bad kid. And one night, his son dies. And later, and the minister is very staunch with his kids, you know, taught them both the same way. And one, you see, it's after his son had died. He had an interesting insight into his life. And he says, I have come to understand that we do not have to completely understand somebody to completely love them. You do not have to completely understand to completely love. That is what Christ is talking about. We need to be people who focus more on love than anything else. Period. First thing. The second thing that Jesus did, he just doesn't say he loved them to the end. He started to show us what love is about. And the first thing that love is about is about service. And so the God of the universe gets down on his knees and he washes his disciples' feet. And again, those of you who had your feet washed, I hate having my feet washed. And I know some of you did too, and you go, oh, I hate this, when is this going to be over? And you know, I know, I mean, because I know if I had to do it, I'd be sitting there saying, Argh. you know, but the reality is, it's a very humbling thing to have your feet washed. And yet Jesus wanted to show them that he was the master, the God of the whole universe. And yet he would love them so much that he would serve them. And again, that's what the Mass is about. Think about what's going to happen to the Mass. At the Mass tonight, the God that the universe cannot contain. Again, to sit there and think just a little bit, that our star is just a close, uh, our sun is just a close star. It's the closest star to us. Most of the stars are bigger than our sun. And yet, that, there's millions of them. And God is beyond all the stars and beyond the millions of galaxies there are. God is beyond it all. And yet the God who the universe cannot contain gets down on his knees before the creatures he made and he washed their feet. Whoa. Think about that. And he does the same to us. At every Mass, as we begin Mass, like today when we called to mind our sins, and I've talked about it before, the God of the universe got on his knees again before you and me and made an act of humility and cleansed us of our sin. He washed the disciples' feet because that was the dirtiest part of them. He washed our souls clean tonight because that's the dirtiest part of us. Almost at every Mass, we should just weep at the thought that God would wash me clean 
and get on his knees before me, if you will. Not in worship, but in service. And then he not only serves us by getting down on his knees, he gives everything for us in the Eucharist. He wasn't just content with just being our servant, if you will, at that moment. He had to give it all. And as he did this, the whole Mass was about that. He says, you see what I've done for you? You address me as teacher and Lord, and rightly so, because that is what I am. I am the God, the master of the universe, and you're right when you say that. But if I have done that, I who am the teacher and the Lord have washed your feet, then what you must do is what I have done. What I have done, he says, is given you an example. As I have done, so you must do. Now get this, ladies and gentlemen. This wasn't a suggestion. And so you must do. So what am I called to do? I'm called to be a person of love. And that's what i got to work on. As I'm, as I'm thinking about the Triduum and entering in this time with Jesus, everything Jesus did, he did because he loved his own and he showed his love to the end. So that's all we got to be thinking about. Da, 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 da. He loved us. He served us. He gave everything for us. To be an example. What does that mean for us? We must be people of love. We must be people of service. We must be people that willingly give everything. Period. This is my body for you. Do we say that every day with our own bodies, with our own life? Not in, you know, the way people do that all the time. I mean, here you have kids and that have sex and that constantly, and they say, oh, this is my body for you, huh? Ah, we're talking about, this is my life, my body, and I give it here to serve you. I come to feed you with my life so that you may have everlasting life. I don't know if you got the, 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 the first opening prayer today. Beautiful prayer. And if you listen to it, there's one part of it says, It gave God our Father, we are gathered here to share in the supper, which your only Son left to the church, so at the supper, he left this to the church. Why? To reveal his love. And the way, again, he revealed his love is he gave it to us when he was about to die, and he commanded us to celebrate as the new and eternal sacrifice. Now we pray that in this Eucharist, we may find the fullness of love and the fullness of life. We are called to find the fullness of love and the fullness of life and what we have here. And then if we're called to find that here, then we're called to go forth and bring the fullness of love and the fullness of life to everybody we meet by loving them, by serving them, by giving our life for them, by being Eucharist for them. And so I really got to sit there and look at my life. You know, again, as I was talking about yesterday in the Daily Mass, you know, it's the sins that... You know, when I go to bed at night, I sit there and I really do. Some people don't think I do enough, you know, or some people I do think I do too much. 
But I really sit there and I know when I'm going to bed that I've given my life that day. But then as I'm laying in bed, I'm thinking, but I'm not giving my life enough. There's still so many people I haven't reached out to. There's so many people I haven't called. There's so many people I haven't done what I needed to do. And so, and then I sit there and I get kind of selfish and I think, but I don't care, I can't take it anymore, God. I said, I'm going to die. And then what do you think Jesus says to me? Good. It's about time. You're called to die. To give your life for me, Larry, as I gave my life for you. To give your life for your people as I gave my life for your people. To be me to the world. That doesn't mean we got to go nuts and just oh, but go crazy like I sometimes do. That's totally wrong. But I do got to know that when I'm examining my conscience at night, that what Jesus wants me to do is to give my life away for others. And if there's ever a day when I go to bed at night and I think, I didn't give my life away to anybody today, then I knew I wasted my life today. God gave us an example. What he has done so we must do you got it you get it good may each of you know his love today and forever amen